Welcome to Cooking with Christian, the only podcast where you don't see the food. I'm Christian, and today I'm joined by my good friend, Emma. Say hello. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Emma has joined me in our illustrious studio, a.k.a. my living room. We are spread across Which three... Which is really clean. Which so is clean. Very um, clean. Spread across three tables. So I... Um, and with Emma, and today we are making winter panzanella, which for all you bread loving hoes out there <laughs> is a bread salad. And stick with us until the end. It's no. not what you think it is. It's not. It's not. It's really good, you guys. I promise. Yeah. I've made it before. It'll be good. I'm excited. Uh-huh. So, um, how to make this dish? We'll walk them through a, a couple of the steps. Like any salad, you throw it all in a yeah in a pan and mm-hmm. call it a day. Pretty much. So we have some kale. It's a kale based salad. Um, butternut betchy. squash. Yeah, so betchy. So um, on the times, yes. but also a little behind the times. I feel like kale isn't talked yeah, about maybe, as much. Yeah, maybe I feel like kale reached its peak in like 2013, 14. 2013, when Beyonce released that song. Where she wore a sweatshirt in the music video that said kale. kale yeah. yeah. And then all those girls at the Ohio State campus were walking around with that same sweatshirt. And then on. people would be like, just all these kale jokes. Yeah, and, kale. Yeah. I um I don't have much experience with kale. I'm a virgin. No, I'm not a virgin with kale, but like I don't think I've ever made anything with kale in it. No kidding. I get I, it other other places. I honestly it's messed up. Like I'm at the point with kale where I can eat it raw. And I'm like, no, it's it's messed up. I that eat a lot up. of kale. <laughs> that is a little messed up. I'm not yep. gonna lie. Yep. It's a little crazy. No, it is. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> we have kale, it's a kale-based salad. We have butternut squash, which you peel and cube and roast. Mm-hmm. We're making our own croutons with what was it, whole grain it's sourdough. Yeah, we got some from the Kroger Bakery, Labria, only the finest. Only the finest only the for finest this podcast. For cooking with Come Christian. on, only Eat. finest. Mm-hmm. Non-GMO, which is very important. Let's go. Except you can consider everything on Earth a genetically modified organism because that's just what happens Damn. with evolution. Did you make that up? I mean, I just thought of it, but I'm not the original. Like, I'm not the original. I didn't know if that was like a meme or something because it no. sounds like one. No, but when you think about it, when you think about it, everything is basically genetically modified. modified. I mean, you have kids evolution. with certain people because you want them to uh-huh. have a certain thing. Or um, did you know watermelons used to originally be – the size of like um, like a tangerine Shut and really up. bitter, but over <gasps> wait that's time, huge yeah but no one ate them oh because they sucked. and then over time they genetically modified them to be the big be big. big big round sweet things big melons wow everything's a genetically modified it's organism like, have you seen pictures of dogs as they've been selectively bred I mean yeah like the, breeds used to look way different than they do now. Uh, yeah. Which the is dog, creepy. the dog that harvests dog sitting is hypoallergenic, and I was like, "We bred a dog that is hypoallergenic." That's actually bananas. Isn't that crazy? No, that's nuts. Yeah, it's what so the wild heck? that we made a dog for people who can't have dogs because they're hypoallergenic. Yeah, I don't know why I haven't spent more time like thinking, thinking, about, thinking these about that. Because I remember years ago, or maybe pretty recently, everyone was freaking out about genetically modified stuff. There's all these yeah. moms on yeah, yeah, Goop yeah. who are oh. like. We can get into goop if Fuck you want goop. to. Go. I don't. I'm not a goop like. I don't like hate read goop raining. I'm. I don't hate read it, but like I'm a hater. You're a hater. I'll of come goop. out right Gwyneth, now. Yeah, Gwyneth. Yep. She doesn't. Does she even really run it anymore? I think 
think she does. I think so. Is she editor? She there's a magazine, right? And then she's on yeah, the cover. Yeah, it's like they're so. online, the blog yeah. or whatever. But anyway, I, like you know, all those moms who are probably anti-vax moms too. Yeah. Who are like, no, I don't feed my kids anything with genetically modified in, like ingredients. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, girl, like. Everything's genetically modified nowadays. Yeah. Strawberries used to be little yeah. bite-sized things, and now they're those huge fucking. Because that's how you can tell when you have like organic strawberries versus like or like home if or you just pick more them, like natural strawberries. Them, yeah, they're if you, smaller. If you pick them, they're tiny. Yeah, but the ones you get from like the big like big farms and monster. stuff. Monster. I like the big honking ones. No, <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, I like them. They're juicier. They're better. Sue me. They're better. I'm yes. sorry. I would take a big. But donk a donk, like <laughs> no. genetically modified strawberry yes. over those little wacky like, ones like, that you get in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm down with the badonkadonk straws also. Yeah. I went strawberry picking once with Harvest. Yeah. It was so funny. It was two years ago. Uh-huh. Harvest, I love her. She's one of my best friends, but she and she's been on the podcast. Everyone's heard Harvest's voice. She can be a little bit of a basic white girl every now and again, mm. and she likes stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So one day I decided I'd throw her a bone and I turned her and said, Hey, would you want to go strawberry picking I with throw me? Her a bone. And because I kind of wanted to go strawberry picking anyway. And she <laughs> listen up, bitch. Her face was like, <gasps> like when I asked her, she, she said, I'm so excited. Like it's gonna be fun. And we had a great time. But um, anywhere me and Harvest go, yeah. we always get a couple people following us because we're so goddamn funny. Like, we're just cracking jokes that people will follow us around. We were at the Container Store once, cracking jokes. I love the Container Store. It is um, amazing. Every place. time my mom comes to Columbus, she you says, we got to go to the Container Store. <laughs> and one time, me and Harvest were at the Container Store and cracking jokes, having a good time. A woman was, like, a couple feet behind us just perusing and one time, like, I, I think I made eye contact with her, and she laughs and says, oh, you guys are just so funny. I'm just fo- kind of following you around. <laughs> like, she, openly admitting. Openly like, admitting hey, that, like, she is I'm following us you. for a comedy special that... That is so funny. I didn't know I was part of. Um, so we were at the strawberry field, and there was an older couple. It was us two and then those two, only ones picking at that time. At one point, they were kind of laughing at any joke I said, and we were cracking jokes. The guy I who, love strangers. I, me too, every now I and again. I love them. Every now and again, I love them. Yeah. And the farmer who owns the joint, uh-huh. very intense man, explaining mm-hmm. how to pick these strawberries. He <laughs> turns to us. Okay, chill out, right? strawberry I, farmer. I, I'm really happy that he's passionate about his like life's work. Yeah. And he goes, giving us like a tutorial on how to pick these strawberries. It's like... He's like, you bend down, you pick them, (laughs) pop them off, pop them in your mouth. They're sour. Move to another plant. He says, once you pop them off, they won't get any more ripe. That's a misconception. (gasps) Whoa, he's seen some shit. It was like strawberry. It was intense. You bend (laughs) down, you pop them off, pop them in your mouth. They're sweet. You pick from that one. I was like, okay. So the whole time we're cracking jokes. Pop them off. Harvested you. Pop them off. Like (laughs) pop them in your mouth. I got. It was like. Nine bucks, and I got like two like decent bags of strawberries. Oh my god, bless! I it. would go back. Bless it. It's close and to it Lynn's. Closed? It's close to Lynn's oh, fruit farm. Okay, so far for us where we're at, yeah. But, but, but like, for like a day, yeah. If you can hear that, the oven just finished preheating. Mm-hmm. But um, four twenty, by the way, four twenty, blazing, blaze it. If you're That's, blazing right now, I'm, at home, 
at home. <laughs> this is your cue. Shout out. Smack the bong. Yes. Is that a phrase? <laughs> I don't know. Smack the bong. Someone sent me a tweet the other day and I said that. I was like, that's hilarious. My thing, I love saying, I love when uh, typically white people, like suburban <laughs> white people who have never smoked pot, like they don't know what it is, like <laughs> what the terms are. They'll be like, oh, you know, we're, we're going to smoke the weed and stuff. Yeah. I love it. And oh, one yeah. time I heard someone call it, I think it was a joke. They called it a duber. They were like, let's smoke a duber. Oh, a duber. <laughs> and so I will say that anytime I smoke, I don't smoke a lot for anyone <laughs> listening to this, but in the past times I have years ago, I will always say, oh, let's light up that duber. <laughs> Give me that duber. duber. Yeah. Hand and it over. Obviously, I don't have a lot of experience with um, smoking. Only dubers. Only Vicodin. <laughs> like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> when we just talked about, like, this is going on the internet. Don't say <laughs> anything crazy. I'm not. I'm lying about any type of drug. <laughs> but I will Disclaimer. say, I was pissed that I went to DC and it's legal there. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy any. Mm-hmm. I was really mad. Oh. I was not even for like my stay there. We didn't, we, I made it a point and even Owen, who I was visiting, uh-huh. was like, we gotta go. Like you say you wanna go. Yeah. And we never made it. We were so busy. Oh, man. I was driving home from, from DC and yeah. I was in Maryland, like two hours into the drive. La 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 on my wheel. I just think, like, Shit, I forgot to do anything oh. like weed related while it was legal. I was Which is funny, nation's capital, it's legal, but not That's, here. Yeah. I'm waiting. Medical for- is legal. Medical is yeah. Medical. Medical not here. Recreational. Not yet. recreational. But does that mean you can like can you smoke it in the streets if it's recreational? Uh, I yeah. That's, I guess. Like, I mean, why would there that be a be, rule? Like, you can only nuts. smoke it inside. That would be nuts. Can you imagine that? In fact, that? I'd rather you smoke it outside. Right? It makes more sense. It makes more sense. It's yeah. like cigarettes. I don't want you smoking that inside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I went to, when I was in undergrad, I had a guy in my poetry class who was a big stoner. He was, like, so nice. He was a really nice person. He would walk around campus, like, smoking a blunt. My God. Just walking around campus. Who's going to who's gonna clock you? But, but yeah, and here's the thing. If you're doing something like illicit like that, but you just don't even act like it, no one looks at you. He also was the one that said he chased a hangover by just drinking, constantly drinking. Like he told us one time I was so drunk to avoid a hangover, I just kept drinking into the day. Maybe not the best person to go to advice for some of this Maybe stuff. Maybe not. But one time, this was after we had class, and I don't think he remembered me or he didn't see me, and he was walking by just smoking a blunt, and I could smell it, and I was just kind of like, okay, good for you. I mean, I guess <laughs> it just looks like a cigarette. Yeah? yeah. I mean, who's who's going to clock it? Who's going to say, hey, you, why are you smoking? You're smoking pot. Like, what college student is going to realistically no, do that? nobody. And OSU, surprisingly, I don't ever see any, like, cops around. Oh, There's no yeah, campus yeah. securities. not – I mean, the campus sec on any campus yeah. is just kind of there for g- drunk people. Yeah, <laughs> But it was much. noon on a Tuesday. Just smoking a blunt. Must should have just taken out a bong. Yeah. More power, too, yeah. I, I would not have the um, – No, I'm – The s- guts to do that. No, I can be <sighs> – like sometimes if you someone can be dares, pretty if someone ballsy. dares me, yeah. Like I think of myself as ballsy, but it's like definitely like a 
I like peer pressure. I'm a sucker for peer pressure. Oh, see, so if I'm someone's like, not. I bet you won't, it's like, I bet I will. But yeah. I don't know that I'd do that, like, just for the hell of it. Yeah. Noon you on know? Tuesday, walking to class. Yeah. Bun. Not me. When I was in high school, I think statute of limitations is off on this. <laughs> but I, like, brought alcohol to school once. I was, like, drinking in my physics you class. Bad boy. Oh, my oh, God. I, don't I love know. that. It's so high school. So high school. <laughs> like, Because ooh. I heard, like, um, this one guy that I went to high school with would drink in, like, the parking lot before school. One, 7 a.m., why are you drinking? Oh, like, Jesus. But then I drank at 7 a.m., so I guess I'm yeah. But I was big into, like, mixology at the time. I was, like, 16 years old, like, making cocktails for my parents and shit so i made a drink like at night the night before put it in like a bottle just like a normal water bottle Uh put it in my teacher's fridge mini fridge in his classroom i was like i'm gonna pick this back up later i'm just like i need to chill and he was like okay cool and right before physics class i got it out i was drinking in class shared it with my friend who will remain nameless For fear of any retaliation. I think it's long. It's far enough I can tell the story. And I I wasn't even drunk. Not drunk by 23-year-old Christian standards. But probably back then I was a little little buzzed. Probably. It wasn't strong. I think in my mind I made it really light. Because I just wanted to say I was drinking in school. Duh, it's high school. It was probably a half an ounce of gin. Yeah. In like a water bottle. There was a thing at my high school that when you're a senior, you did five shop Fridays. So like at lunch, we had off-campus lunch. Nice. You feel home. We didn't have off-campus lunch. Which was, okay, and Bexley does that. I don't know if they still do it for middle school, Mm -hmm. but middle schoolers can leave. And like Middle walk, schoolers yes, games? and walk to Main Street to get like Chipotle or whatever. Nice, but yeah, it, you were like supposed to take shots at lunch if you were a senior, nice. which like I did once, but it was probably like three and not five. And oh, but three is suddenly <laughs> like nothing. I was a good kid in high school. Like I, when I would go out with my friends. They would drink. I was always DD. Yeah. Because we'd go out on Saturday nights. Or not even go out, really. We'd be at one of their houses. Yeah. Saturday nights, they, they would always say, Christian, you should drink. Why aren't you drinking? It's because I had church in the morning. And Christian. I... Because my dad's a priest. And I still had that good, like, just Christian guilt. Oh, yeah. Not Catholic guilt. Just Christian guilt of, I got to go to church in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I would say, guys, I have church in the morning. Well, a couple times I would let loose and have, a, like, a drink. Yeah. But, um, no, I had church in the morning. But that day, I don't know what it was. I was like, I'm going to bring alcohol to school. I'm going to be so cool. And I was maybe half buzzed, like, not even crazy. So paranoid the rest of the day. Oh, God. Because we had um, Mrs. Theophilus was our um, vice principal, and she was, like, the hard ass. Like, yeah. Oh, that's how our vice principal yeah, was, too. She brought ass. down the hammer. Yeah. yeah. And we had co-vice principals. One of them was a complete joke. The other one, Theophilus, was, like, a hard ass. Yeah. She, you could hear her coming down the hall, her heels, like, click, clack, click, clack down the hallway. Uh-huh. Anytime I'd hear any heels in class, I would, like, freeze up. Oh, God. They found me. They found me. They found you. are running your mouth. I mean, that sounds scary in school, even when you haven't done something wrong. And when I wear clicky shoes, like, to this day, I'm, like, oh, I am emulating I feel this. powerful. Yes. <laughs> like, I'll be I, – I don't wear heels, but I have boots that yeah. if I hit a certain stride, uh-huh. they're, they're click clacking like, down. Yeah. And I will immediately be, like, oh, I'm going to run away right now. Oh, <laughs> like, like, in my mind. But, yeah, I brought – Alki to school. It was oh, it was so funny because then later my mom 
I think my my sister denies this to this day, but I believe that she told someone that like what a beach. she told my mom. <laughs> but then my mom called me and she's like, "Get home right now," because I was like later in the afternoon. I was oh. clearly sober. I was like driving to like the bank or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. My mom's like, "Get home right now!" And I got door. home and she's like, "Did you drink alcohol at school?" And I was like, "No." Who told you that? She told me my friend told her. Oh my god! But like, if my mom said that to me after I'd done it, I would like pee myself oh i was like scared i'm a good liar i was i'm i was sitting there across from her at the table i was like no i didn't like she's lying that's a good skill honestly but then i confronted my friend texted her saying why did you tell my mom and and she said i didn't what are you talking about that's why i think it was my sister Mm. so mariah if you're listening i don't believe you because (laughs) four years later i confronted her we were like hanging out. It was like Thanksgiving break. Yeah. Me and her just like shooting, like just hanging out, shooting the shit. And I say to Mariah, "Did you tell mom that I drank alcohol at school that one day?" And she's like, "No, I didn't. I don't believe you, but whatever." <laughs> but That's- yeah, my mom sits me down. Fully, my mom's scary too. Oh god! That's why you know I'm a good liar. She's frightening, frightening Italian lady staring you down. She gets that mom look where her hairline goes back like five inches. Oh. <laughs> she goes, "Did you drink alcohol at school? Did you bring alcohol at school?" One, I was a senior. I think it was the last day of class, yeah. second last day of class. So yeah. what are you gonna fucking do? Mm-hmm. But anyway, no, looked her dead in the eye. No, I didn't. I don't know why she'd tell you that. I'm shaking I, in my boots just thinking about it. Oh, no. I do not miss. Like parents yelling at me. Oh, completely. Or me yelling at my parents. Completely. It went both ways. All the time it was horrible. I I love being an adult. Oh yeah. I like, I love being an adult. When people are like, I wish I was a kid, it's like that's creepy to me. It's like I don't want to be six and have no autonomy. That sucked. Here's the thing. I miss being like a kid. Okay. I miss being like age four to like age nine. Okay. Because you didn't have autonomy, but you didn't know it. You know mm. what I mean? Like you're playing around. Like I miss sometimes it is I don't want to go back necessarily, <laughs> but I miss like, oh, I'd be riding my bike down the road. Like yeah. I didn't have a job. I, yeah. I didn't have bills to pay. That's true. That that was tight. I would skip out from eleven to seventeen. Yeah. Cause that was middle school to high oh. school. Totally skip out. Worst I liked high school. Middle school sucked. Yeah. Good God. But Everyone was so ugly, too. Ug- ugly. You're ugly. Ugly. And you're sad and you're stupid. And you know what? I hate those bitches that are like, you weren't ugly. You're just growing. No, I was fucking ugly. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone's ugly back there. Yeah. Everyone's ugly. Yeah. Like, you look like a fucking toe. <laughs> Even the hot kids. Do you remember being in, like, middle school or high school and you had the popular kids that you were, I guess, just socially obligated to think were Hot. hot, yeah. But looking back, you're thinking we were all ugly. Yeah, all had that hair. Boys had that either that like long hair. Oh, the Zac Efron kind of hair. Because me and oh, Emma God. were teens when High School Musical was yes. around. The and Zac Efron Bieber hair. Oh Jesus! Which I wanted, but here's the kick: I got that Italian, that Sicilian hair texture that is not flat and long. Yeah. Yeah. It grows out. Yeah. So I looked like I had a dick for a head. <laughs> Yeah. I had the lowest griffin, like oh my just God. around oh. my head. Oh, but you tried. Oh, so ugly. You tried. I, I think I can find a picture of myself. My brother had that hair. That long, like swooped. Like he, he would go like okay, this. So his was thick. Like he has very thick hair, mm-hmm. but like he had the swoop and like the beaver thing. Oh yeah. I we were all ugly. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Like 
That's what it's meant for. Exactly. But then, I looking back, yeah, I'm thinking of all the popular people, and I'm thinking, like, all these bitches are ugly yeah. back then. It's yeah. nuts. It is absolutely wild. Hold up one second, guys. Oh. Harvest and Kurt are home. <laughs> Ooh. Kinda, oh, wait, did they? Guest appearance. Are they trying to come in quietly? <gasps> Welcome to Cooking with Christian, guys. <laughs> oh, we have a oh. dog visitor. Hi, Hi oh Evan. I she didn't even drink anything the other day. You think she's gonna eat Her kale? Her name is Evan. 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 I think she said Evan. I was like, that's so spunky and cute. She's so. Hi. She's gonna jump up on the shades. I guarantee so it. Yeah, there she goes. <laughs> she loves I... the Shaw's Lounge. Yes. She loves the Shaw's. She knows what she wants. So now she's We're panting. Oh, looks so happy. She's the weirdest dog ever. She's so cute. She doesn't make a noise. Yeah. Avin joined us yesterday here um, in the house. She doesn't drink anything unless I guess it's from her own bowl. Well, we're hoping. Which makes sense. But oh, so you didn't have her bowl? Yeah. We put oh. It in uh, we put it in. So she's got bowl issues. And then. You know what? Oh, safety first. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. I think Avin likes me, but she doesn't trust me. So we were hanging out. Harvest brought her here in the morning, yesterday morning. We have a sliding screen door in the back to go to our patio. And I was like, oh, Avin, like, explore the house. Let's go on the patio. So we have the glass door and then the screen door. Mm -hmm. I'm opening the glass door and I'm thinking, okay, Christian, grab her collar so that she doesn't, like, run and hit the screen door. She's so excited. I didn't grab her fast enough. <gasps> I open the glass door. I'm going to grab her collar to hold her back. She darts, hits the screen oh. door, and like oh God. hits the ground. And I was like, oh no, oh, oh no. And no. of course, she is afraid now. So then I open the screen door. She still thinks it's there. So then we had to like walk out onto oh. the patio to convince her that like um, that it wasn't, yeah. She could walk through. Oh. Sorry for that um, impromptu. Um, guest appearance. They are upstairs now with the dog, but a little live action. Yeah, live exciting. Action. That just shows you that cooking with Christian is. I just pet the dog. I don't want to touch the food. Um, we are going to take a short intermission in a um, and put the squash, the squash in the oven. We'll chop up the. Well, we'll do that on recording, but we're going to okay. take a little break to do a little bit of prep, and then I'm going to wash my hands because I just pet the dog. So. Thank you for listening to this first segment. We will be back in a little bit. Um, thank you for um, surviving our dog attack. We are going to be scarred for life. But um, yeah, so we will be back in a couple. For you guys, it'll be a minute. You'll hear a commercial, but we will be back. Be right back. Welcome back from that um, lovely break. Mm-hmm. We just put the squash in the oven at 420. We're roasting it for 20 minutes first, and then we're going to put the bread in to make croutons. And we are going to cut the bread for everyone. Yes. So just you this lovely your- whole wheat, whole grain bread. Loaf. Healthy, healthy. Um, I was explaining to Emma before I start chopping that Lent is starting today technically for me. Um, I'm Orthodox. 
Christian. So our Lent is a week behind oh. this year from Catholic or everyone else's Lent. Oh, okay. So we have to give up meat and dairy. I'm not the biggest religious person, so I'm doing it mostly for the health it's a benefits. It's nice framework where you can say, yeah. like, that's what's kind of handy about religion. It just gives you this framework to think about things mm-hmm. differently. Or, like, now you have this random opportunity to, like, make a commitment for 40 days. Yeah. And that, totally. when does that happen other than, like, New Year's, which is, like... New Year. Okay, so I'm not a big like re- you know, I'm not a big resolution person because uh-huh, uh-huh. I like to think you're constantly growing like throughout yeah, time. Yeah, and you shouldn't limit yourself. Yeah, we're chopping if you haven't noticed. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm not a huge resolution person. Yeah. I don't really like it. Yeah, I get it for people. I think it's nice if you really are into it. But I like to think like every day is. I'm trying to be a new person. Yeah. No, I like something new. So I like that kind of mindset. You can definitely get held back. It's never too late to like grow and be better. No. And like, I think it, I get stuck in a rut mentally if I'm making Mm. a commitment where I'll wait for like, I, I'll be like, I need to wait for this one thing to happen and then I'll be ready to like do that. And I do that all the time in my head, Mm -hmm. but it's like, Every any time is a good time. It was like with this. It was like with this podcast. Yeah, because I was like, you just got to do it. I was brainstorming the idea for a really long time. Oh, okay. And then the new year came. This was one of my New Year's things. (gasps) Oh, that's so cool. And I was like, bitch, you got to do it. Yeah, and like you never feel ready. Like whoever feels ready to do something new, like I'm ready to push myself outside of my comfort zone and learn a bunch of new stuff. No one. No one that. wants that. No one wants to. No one they wants just, that. They just do it to do it. I like with this. My first episode was recorded on my phone. My second one. I didn't one, know that. My second one was on the first mic, and then now I have a second mic, and hopefully next week I'll actually learn how to um, handle Audacity, guys. I know I said last episode that I was going to do this on Audacity so I could um, have a little bit an easier time editing and all that stuff. Um, I opened Audacity this past week, had a panic attack because it is so. It looks complicated it looking. looks very complicated like it's it, I, the form if you've ever opened audacity like you'll know exactly what we're it, talking it's about professional yeah I, I know a lot of probably industry professionals use other things than audacity like better programs that you actually buy mm-hmm. but for me or any joe schmo who's just doing any type of recording it's a lot so i need to actually sit down and um learn mm-hmm. it but anyway yeah with this podcast i was like it's now or never just do it. Yeah. Get it over with. My biggest fear was that it was going to like cost money or you needed like connections to do it, but no, you can just you can just find a way to do it and I did. Which is awesome. It's fun. But um yeah, I'm not huge in resolutions, but yeah, with Lent every year when I was a kid growing up, of course, you don't want to give up meat or cheese. Oh my god. As a kid and um when I was younger, it was a little easy like my dad wasn't my dad's just because he's a priest, he's not like a stickler or anything. You know what? It's funny. I went to a school where there were scholarships for kids who were PKs or pastors' kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so my roommate Pearl is actually a PK. Yeah. And her dad um is a pastor and like Pearl says he's not necessarily like I don't know. It's yeah. Like you said, doesn't have to be a stickler. Like he's like has all these different beliefs that don't like completely aligned. Exactly. Yeah. Like my flexibility. I right? mean, my dad obviously takes it very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
he's not like growing up he was never like you have to go to church you have to do all this stuff but um of course the older we got he would be he would say things like you know you're older you should be a little bit more observant you know you're getting older you should maybe do the lenten practices Uh more you're not a kid anymore Uh you can be conscious of this stuff yeah but of course even as a teen i think as a pk you even you just develop like a rebellious spirit. Oh, that like at makes least, complete At least sense. some PKs. There's two types of PKs. There's the kind that <laughs> end up kind of following in their parents' footsteps yeah. and become a pastor or priest yeah. themselves. It is one of those family things. Or, for sure. Or you become a rebellious spirit who ends up usually not like very religious at, on the, the, end other end of it, the, at the end of it. Yeah. And I'm kind of – I'm like eating a little bit. If you want to obviously grab a chunk if you want oh, to eat. Oh, I'm good. I have- um, Did you eat before I this? ate like not too long ago. Yeah, I, I was had like, a little I will, salad. I will be so hungry while cooking this. Oh yeah, cooking while hungry sucks. Oh, shopping sucks. while hungry. Oh god, working out while hungry. Yeah, Do pretty much life I'll while hungry. One more little, yeah, little I've cut up about half of it, half of the loaf. It's like a medium sized loaf. Y'all making your own croutons? It sounds so fancy. It's fun. And it's not that hard. Baking your own bread is fun. I've never done that. I I went through a stint last spring where I just was hanging out alone, home alone. I was like, I want to make my own bread. Oh, my God. That's so cute. And I went to the store. It's it's really cheap and easy. Like, it is so easy to make your own bread, guys. You just need flour, oil, water, and yeast. Oh my god, turn up. No wonder the peasants always ate it. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right. But, um, like, like it's like bread and cheese, it's you know? It's like bread and cheese. It's the ba- most basic things in the but history could, that people have eaten. I could live on bread and cheese. And bread, so easy to make. I would get like two decent sized loaves out of it. And, um, it was really no- – It's. it takes a Did- fucking long time, though. Okay. It took about three hours. Okay. Because you got to make the dough. You then have to – I'll chop up one more. Um, you got to make the dough. You got to let that rise for like 30 minutes. Uh-huh. Knead it. Let it rise again for 30 minutes. Uh-huh. So that's an hour. Uh-huh. Then it takes about an hour and a half to an hour and 45 minutes to bake, uh-huh. depending on the recipe. Yeah. So with prep of the dough – Letting it rise, kneading it, letting it rise, and then baking it—it's like three hours. It's oh like your whole afternoon. Oh my god! But God, it makes your house house smell great. Oh, I bet. I bet it tastes so good. It was. I mean, I've had homemade bread. It tastes amazing. I'm from like my family loves doing stuff like that. My mom is like, my mom and dad both are big gardeners. They like to cook. They like to do shit like that. My dad mm-hmm. went through a stint where he wove his own baskets. Like he mm-hmm. learned how to weave baskets. Wow. A craft At some sort of craft thing. Uh-huh. We were having at church. He learned how to weave baskets. He wove his own baskets. My mom gardens, flowers, vegetables, all that stuff. Aww. And she wants chickens really bad. Aww. Heavy. Like, Diane wants some chicken. <laughs> but um, I have a little chunk of bread for myself. Do it. But, um, yeah, my parents are big into that. So my dad would make bread every now and again. And um, my mom, it, my dad brews his own beer. Um, Holy my, shit. Yeah. They're big into that. That's really cool. They love it. My dad has bottles and bottles of beer that he's made. Oh, my God. Does it taste good? Yeah, now they do. 
Like yeah, the, back in the day. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a beer drinker. I don't think I've ever tasted his beer. Oh, okay. The thing is, is I'm not a good judge because I wouldn't know a good beer from bad beer. I still struggle with that. They taste – I'm sorry for any of my beer connoisseurs. I know I have friends who are and family who are, but I – beer's not it for me. I – it's never really my first choice. Sometimes a beer sounds really good. And I have beers that I really like, but mm. I am always going to choose wine over beer. I I go right for the liquor. Yeah. Liquor, vodka, gin. Oh, God. All the time. I – I, I, I don't like, lead up to it. I I like some liquors, but like it's I, again wine. <laughs> yeah, I had friends over last night after we went to dinner. Uh-huh. One of them had some white claw seltzer. Oh man! Another one had some wine. I immediately went for Grey Goose. Like I have a bottle of Grey Goose that my that's, mom got me that's for Christmas. Economical though. We weren't like, drinking to get drunk, though. That's yeah, the thing. But, but, like, generally speaking, it's, like, it's quicker and easier and economical. And you're not, like, where it gets like, unhealthy is, like, all the nasty stuff that's in something like White Claws. You get horrible hangovers from White Claws. Really? Oh, I my God. I don't like seltzer, so. I, like, this past summer, I feel like they got huge and they were super trendy. Completely. What, the new kale, I guess you could say. <laughs> well. <laughs> Move over kale. Move over kale. White claws here. <laughs> but kale's actually healthy and, like, I don't think white claws are that great for you. I mean, there are worse things out there. But anyway, too many times this summer. Like, yeah, there's worse things than white claw, guys. Yeah. Harvest is a big seltzer, like, sparkling water mm. drinker. She loves her... Perrier, she loves. Um, I'm gonna cut the shallots. How do you cut these? Do you um, dice like, them or like do you slice them? We're not them? dicing them. We're just slicing them. Cool. They'll be tossed in the salad. Um, cool. I think the recipe does say thinly. Okay. Oh, and by the way, this recipe is from. If anyone's a vegetarian, um, the my favorite vegetarian um cooking blog is called Cookie. Boop. It's called Goop, and it's amazing. Have you guys heard of Goop? It's really great. <laughs> um, it's called Cookie and Kate. Oh yeah, because the dog's name's Cookie, I guess. But and the dog cooks. Um, it's the dog cooking, and the dog feeds the human. It's like it's kind very, of like a dog with a blog. Very kind contemporary, of. exactly. I don't know if you've heard of the dog blog thing. No, that's a show. Dog <laughs> with a blog. I didn't know that on Disney Channel, I think, <laughs> or Nickelodeon. It's like some weird, weird show Who knows where what like the, doing these days. I just know a lot of like pop culture <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, you're to, definitely up on that, Christian. I went to the record store today guys because i have a vinyl record player um i need to work at a freaking this is thinly and then yeah i think i'll just kind of like yeah exactly um i need to work at a record shop i think i know a lot of stuff but um oh because you love giving people music music oh yeah guys if you ever need a good oh my gosh this is making me cry um if you ever need a good sob when i cut any type of onion this is technically a shallot but it's related to onion so it doesn't matter um, Shots are cute though. I'm into it. Yeah, me too. They're, small. they're a mix. They're almost like a onion the size of a garlic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm crying. Do I you want me to... to take over? Are you gonna uh, be okay? We could take a little break. I'm gonna keep my eyes closed <laughs> for half a second. I'm crying on air. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, I'll edit this out. <laughs> no, but uh, I love giving music wrecks. Yeah. Um, I like to think my music taste is popping, but doesn't everyone? 
It's funny. Yes, they do. Like everyone does think. Everyone thinks their music. I remember is having poppin'. like some kind of epiphanic moment in like middle epiphanic. school. Epiphanic. One of my professors said work. that all the time. Oh, yeah, that is a that's a fifty cent word. It's um, it's Ep- a cunty one for sure. Epiphany. Yes, exactly. So nice. something epiphanic. Yes. That's sexy. Yeah. That's sexy word. One of my professors always said it, and I love that. Never forgotten that. But um. Yeah, realizing that, like, oh, like, everyone thinks that their taste is superior. Oh, yeah. Because it's your taste. taste. You build your schema of the world Mm -hmm. around who you are, what you like, and Mm -hmm. what you dislike. I had an epiphanic moment. Mm -hmm. Um, I was eating lunch with Harvest, Uh and we were talking about boys. And I was like, here's the thing. I said, Harvest, I want to date someone who likes everything I like and everything I hate, but then I get mad when they don't have their own opinions <laughs> on anything. Cause oh, then I'm sitting there, Christian. I'm sitting there going like, what do you like? Why don't you fight? Like, why don't you debate me? Why don't you like, Push but then, me. but then I'm like, well, why don't you like this person? It's dumb that you don't. And so I need to work on that. That's one of the things I recognize. Interesting. That's a breakthrough for sure. I was like, I need to work on my narcissistic. Okay. Now I'm getting to, you know what? I think I had a similar kind of moment literally last night mm-hmm. was pretty drunk um, and the conversation turned to politics. Okay. And always great. Always great. I'm actually, I'm always, I know some people dread talking politics. I really like talking about politics. Yeah. You are a, you're a political hoe. I, I'm, I got NPR on lock. She's, most she's of got the NPR. <laughs> She's got NPR. She knows what's up. I, I like to think so. She it, knows what's up. Like, I'm you not... are one of my more politically, definitely politically conscious friends, oh, which I do appreciate. Well, thanks. Because I'm not a super political person. You know what? It's like, it's one of those things. It's like, I think, it's some extent I feel an obligation. Yeah. But also, like, I just like listening to that yeah. stuff. Um, Hold on, guys. I'm stepping away to take the squash out of the oven. <laughs> And then I'm going to put the bread um, on the pan. Emma can just riff. Oh, wait. Uh, we need to toss that. That gets tossed oh, in some olive oil. Yeah. yeah. You, to- you do the tossing. I'll do the tossing. I have this and that for tossing. Yeah. I'm going to go take the squash out of the oven. I'll be right back. But, yeah. So, little little champagne drunk last night. Conversation turns to politics. And... It was me and my boyfriend and then my best friend and roommate and her boyfriend. And Michael, yeah. Hi, Michael. He was really excited for me to do this. Yeah. Um, uh, So we're all talking politics. And, like, Michael was kind of playing. Everyone's drunk. Well, Michael and I are drunk. But Michael ended up playing devil's advocate. And, like... My drunk self didn't quite understand that, and it just got, like, it got intense. Like, it didn't feel personal, but it definitely got intense. And then we were talking about it this morning, and I was like, um, like, I really like talking about about these sorts of things and debating them, so I hope, like, my passion for that didn't, like, make you feel uncomfortable. He was like, no, and, like, I hope you know that we have, like, 80% of the same beliefs uh-huh. But, like, I was just playing devil's advocate and, like, just yeah. for the sake of discourse. Yeah. And I just – I was, like – and he was, like – Oh, see, I'm not – I would have been, like, get out of my house. I don't want to see you again. So, so, like, I was talking about it with my girlfriends this morning, and one of them was, like, I, like, 
actually have left conversations. And honestly, I've done this too, where like, you're just totally on opposite sides of the spectrum with someone Oh yeah, and you have to remove yourself. And Completely. it's good to know when that is. Completely. Um, we also have to add the pumpkin seeds. Oh, we're putting pumpkin seeds with the yes. bread guys. Also known as pepitas, which is cute as fuck. Why pepitas? I don't, I guess, I'm guessing that's just the Spanish word, but. Probably, or, yeah. Yeah, but, or if. Like a special kind of pumpkin. We're in America. Pizzas. You need to speak American. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I forgot where I was. <laughs> but um. Oh my god. Horrible. I don't believe that. No. <laughs> we no, don't no, believe no. that. We, we, are, we are joking. Purely joking, guys. <laughs> but yeah, he said we have like the same beliefs, and he was just playing devil's advocate. But he was like, Here's honestly, my thing. I want to take a few more bites of these. Oh yeah. Anyway, honestly. Michael, you're really cool. I like you a lot. Why do straight guys always feel the need to play devil's advocate? You know what? And like Pearl and I were having that conversation this morning. And like, I think it's just like. It's just the way our community yes, is, is structured. It's like. It really is. And we started talking about like the, where it got to be like a little bit of a pain point um, is talking about Hillary. And, like, mm -hmm. Michael was making the argument that she didn't win because she was not charismatic. Which, like, Hillary's no Obama. She's not that She's charismatic. No Obama, yeah. And, like, that's definitely true. But you can't – I don't think you can talk about her losing if you – like, without right talking about her belief. being – like, talking about being a woman. I don't think you, like, can separate those it's things. It's a perfect storm of – she's a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of Hillary for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think um, her stances on um, back in the day buffet <laughs> when Billy was president oh, yeah. and his prison regulations and his crime policies. Not to mention he's like a serial sex. Not even that, but just um, just the fact that Hillary called black people apes. At one point, pretty sure. Or she called them not apes. She called them apex criminals. What the fuck? At one point, back in the 90s. Jesus That's Christ. why I don't support her. But anyway, she lost for a mix of... Should I put these on the... Yeah. Okay. Emma's going to put... Um, the croutons. The croutons in the oven, along with the squash. Um, there's a little timer button. Oh, okay, perfect. I will say... It goes by minutes, so don't think it's seconds. Okay. So when you press up. Anyway, my opinion is Hillary lost from a mix of facts. She's a woman. She was not charismatic really at all. Um, she had a lot of robot-like tendencies in my opinion. And then just right-wing populist belief. That's really what did it for her. And, um, you know, and now we live in the world we live in. And we don't get super political on Cooking with Christian, but... Um, I once dated a man, briefly, who voted for Trumpy Wumpy, and, um, oh, I didn't talk to him again. <laughs> the minute I found out, I was like, okay, um, this isn't going to work, <laughs> and, yeah. and it didn't, and you know what? I'm happy about that. I stood by, I stood by myself, yeah. because- I, I mean, you have to know it's not yeah. And the thing is, is I'm a very detriment, not detrimental person. I'm using that wrong. Um, I'm a very cataclysmic apocalyptic person. So it's really hard for me to um, separate 
what is ethically or morally wrong for me from what people just don't like that I like and I take offense to. So if someone says they don't like my favorite music artist, I think that they're attacking me <laughs> for who I am, which is something I've had to work on for a long, long time. But um, so I was happy with myself where I was like, no, he politically did something you don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Don't keep him around. Mm-hmm. But if someone says they don't like Beyonce, I need to take a step back <laughs> yeah, and let myself um, realize that people are allowed to have their own yeah. opinions. And like this, so this conversation with Michael, like we were talking about it this morning and like, uh-huh. it wasn't like an argument and like we were in a group, but like I wanted to touch base because like touch I base. get, I get passionate, yeah. you could say. You wanted to and so see what's up. He was saying like, Emma, like most of our values are like, like exactly very aligned, which is like why we're dating each other partially. But he was like, but oh, honestly, so. like, I think at the end of the day, like so many people want the same thing. Yeah, I believe that too. And I was like, wow. And I've been thinking about that today. And I need to tell him that, like, like I so appreciate that, like, he can see things that way. Yeah. When I – and I realized that, like, I kind of feel like I get defensive, like, pretty much – all the time, even yep. when it's like just a regular conversation yep. with someone who is on the same side of like the aisle, so to speak, as yep. me. Like I always feel, and I don't know if this is like a woman thing or like a post 2016 thing, but like I always feel the need to like vehemently defend my position. Yep. And oh, that, yeah. I don't know where that comes from. It could also be like the way I was raised. Like who the hell knows? But like after this conversation, I realized like I might have been too intense with him when he yeah. was like doing something for the sake of the debate so. yeah he was just being yeah. yeah oh i honestly i'm gonna not gonna lie i hate a devil's advocate every now and again because sometimes i just like to talk to someone who agrees yeah. with me oh <laughs> like, that, i know that that's too. not life i know that's not life yeah but sometimes especially when you're drunk oh and, man like and if you're gonna play devil's advocate for the sake of it just, you know what? Mm-hmm. Read the room. Mm-hmm. Just read the room. Yeah. And, and he was like, I mean, I was drunk and maybe like shouldn't have sure, <laughs> like, yeah. done. Because also like, some, we both people, some had... people when they're drunk, they just don't, you know, I'm, I've said some shit when I'm drunk. Oh my God. <laughs> that yeah. I don't mean. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm a very intense person. I was talking with Liz who was on last week's episode mm-hmm. about how I... I'm a very finite person. Like, mm-hmm. once I begin to believe something, mm-hmm. it's really hard for me to, like, change my mind. Yeah. Or, and that could be anything. Like, if I feel a certain way about a certain person, uh-huh. it's really hard for me to not – to think of that person in a different way. Yeah. So, like, if I really like a person and they do something shitty or bad, I will rationalize for them. I'll be like, but you love them. Oh they're great. My gosh, or if I don't I do like that. someone, it's really hard for me to be like, but they're um, a person and you need to, you know, respect them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so if I don't like someone, I'll always be like, well, I don't like you. But I've kind of learned as an adult that just because you don't like someone doesn't mean you can't respect someone. Oh my gosh. I mean, yes. don't worry. There are people in this world that don't deserve respect. But R. Kelly. But um, we yeah. won't get into R. Kelly, but me and Emma feel the same way. <laughs> but, um, but, um, but, you know, there's people in my life who I interact with on the daily. Yeah. You know, at work or in just in my personal life where I don't like them. But um, I will respect them. Harvest is one of them. 
<laughs> yeah. No. And I feel like I've really learned that lesson in terms of friendships that have like fallen off. Mm-hmm. Because like that's natural. That is natural. And it happens. And it doesn't mean that you have to hate that person. Exactly. It actually means that you can have like a very developed and rich respect for them because you know them as a person and you're just not friends with them anymore. Yep. You know? Yep. Like Totally. And I've had some friendships where the other person really didn't understand that. And that we couldn't just like gracefully let go. I you think know? it's just a part of growing up is realizing that yeah. it's not fake to treat someone who you don't particularly like with respect. Yes. Because I think we grow up and as we're teens Gosh, and we're in, so wise. when we're in, <laughs> when we're in middle school and high school, we're always like, well, she's fake. Cause she'll smile at me and then she'll talk shit about me behind my back. Yeah. That is kind of fake. But honestly, I always say this. If you don't like someone, are you going to run into them on the street and just immediately pop off like Shigo and Kim Possible and just start beating the shit out of each other? Or are, you gonna, or are you just going to politely be like, hey, how are you? And then walk move away on. and then move on. Because yeah. I had an, an ex who one time, this was months after we stopped talking. Mm-hmm. Months. And I never had any beef with him ever. I was never, yeah. never hated him, whatever. Ran into him on the street, saw him from like yards away. He saw me and immediately did a 180. And I was like, and like, Harvest was like, there. Harvest like, was, like literally turned the hell around. Turned the hell around. Oh it was at God. the Ke- it was walking to the Kesha Free concert was my it, senior year of, of college. And was it a bad breakup? Like, no. We just broke up because it was a distance thing. And we just Wait, that's so And it was so weird. He was with his new boyfriend, who they're not together anymore. <laughs> but anyway, saw me did a complete 180. I'm a crazy ass hoe. So I was like, I won't say his name, but I'll, I'll call him Bill for the sake of the podcast. Okay. I was like, Bill, Bill, from like down the sidewalk. They walked faster. Shut the So I, you're effectively chasing them. I texted him after and I was like, why would you run away from me? Yeah. All this stuff. What I, cause I think I even said, I'm not going to beat the crap out of you. Like I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say hi and leave. Cause I'm a person. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's weird. You I just, mean, I get like not wanting to interact. Yeah, but like you can. Everyone should have the people skills to to, to be, be able to say hello to someone you don't just really want to talk a, to. Be a regular human person. Yeah. And just we're all sharing this big blue earth. Big blue rock. We're and stuck. We've got a lot of other problems <laughs> than Carrie down the street <laughs> who said she didn't like the fit of your pencil skirt at work. So you're going to shun her and talk shit about her. Right. No, don't get me wrong. I'm privy to talking shit. That's a big part of this household. You know what? It's talking some smack. But at the end of the day, if I see someone I don't like who's in a tight spot or. Uh, to be dramatic, if they're hanging off the side of a cliff, yeah, I'll save them. Yeah, <laughs> I'll save them. You know what I was thinking about today? It's like, is it possible for me, like, to not gossip at all? It's hard. Like I it's have hard. thought because sometimes, like, oh, it's just so hard because there's like venting. <laughs> And then there's gossiping, but oh, like the line is so blurry. I am privy to the vent. Yeah. I think venting is honestly gossiping, but it's more offensive than defensive. Is gossiping even as bad as we make like we make it out to be? Here's though? the thing. Here's the thing. Before we go to break, um, gossiping is completely natural and completely biological. Yes. It's just a thing of living in a community. Yeah. 
we have created institutions like religion and all this stuff to make us think that it's evil and terrible. Because you feel – sometimes you don't feel great afterwards or it's seen as trivial or seen as vain, which I think is true. But I think it's just really natural to – Talk some smack about someone yeah. every now and again. Oh, my it's God. It's part of living in a community. Because you get irritated and you want to talk about it. That's yeah, literally on. it. Right. Harvest is a teacher. We talk smack about everyone. Right. No like, one's safe. Like, it can be vicious, like, and if it, like, you're starting rumors. But I think just talking with your friends about someone else, like. I mean, like oh, my God. You'll never guess what Esmeralda did the other day yeah. at the grocery store. Like, that's normal. Yeah. Um, I think it's way more. We need to. Start I think it's nice it to. I think. I think it's nice to rise above it. Mm-hmm. As long as you're not like malicious, like mm-hmm. you're allowed to get annoyed. But if you're like, I hate her. She's a freaking bitch, and yeah. she deserves to die. And I'm gonna Friggin next time I reaction. see her, I'm gonna break a wine bottle over her head. <laughs> like that's when you need to calm down. Yeah. But if it's just a, oh my god, you'll never guess what she said. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like. Then that's fine. Uh Uh-huh. But, again, just because you gossip about someone or you don't particularly like someone doesn't mean you need to be outwardly mean to them. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I have a lot of people in my life, and this is the thing that I pride myself on. A lot of people who I don't like think I'm friends with them (laughs) because I treat them with respect. Yeah. Like we were talking about. Yeah. We are about to cut out – um, we're about to take a break and do a little bit more prep, but we will be back in a few short minutes. So we will see you after the break. Okay, we are back again. Back, 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 back again. Um, Emma is chopping and massaging, or massaging and then chopping. Or is this technically? No, so this is the chopping part. We're put she's chopping, chopping the kale into like little strips, and then massaging kale is just. It sounds fancy, but it's just putting some olive oil in uh-huh. um, in a bowl with the kale and some salt and pepper and some lemon juice if you're feeling nice. zesty, and then um, nice. you just. Like massage it with your hands until nice. the kale absorbs the olive oil, and that's what makes it like tasty and not nasty. Unless mm, you're me and you're fine nasty. with nasty kale. So you just eat. Sometimes you just eat kale. Like when just, I'm chopping it, like I'll just, just like pop it in your mouth. Pop it in my I mouth. I do that too. Yeah. Um. It's I'm I'm intimate with kale these days. Is it a superfood? I think so. Okay, and here's what's funny. It's like I eat kale, so like people like I eat kale all the time. So people are like, "Oh, like you know stuff nutritionally." Like, no, I I don't. A little like, bit of ASMR, by the way, guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> you the, hear that with the chopping for all you ASMR heads like, out there. Yeah, I don't really know. I feel like my nutritional knowledge isn't robust. I just try not to eat shit. Like that's kind of my philosophy. I'm fully okay. So Lent starts tomorrow. <laughs> I might fully go get some McDonald's after this. Just as my last yeah, hurrah to no. like before going vegan for a month and a half. I'm really looking forward to it. Cause I was like I don't even know if we need all this. All kale. of that. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, she bought a bushel of kale. It was a big old bunch. A big old bunch of kale. Yeah. I guess this'll be like the last. Maybe one more, maybe like a little, yeah. Like, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Do a couple, I mean. It'll be good. It'll be good. I went to the grocery store yesterday, my first time, like, shopping all vegetarian. Came back with, like, nothing. Like, I came back with, like, <laughs> came back with, like, um, 
I bought some granola. There you go. Some fruit. Um, um, Dairy-free Greek yogurt, which is interesting. It's more of a gel. Oh. Than anything. Chobani coconut milk yogurt. I didn't even know that existed. Yep. It tastes, it tastes fine. Um, do we want to, that's then we're, good. We're doing, I feel like that's enough. That's enough. Um, and it's okay to have like, since this is moving pan- the mic guys. Sorry. It, no, it's okay. No, I was sorry for our listeners moving the mic. Oh. <laughs> All you guys. All you guys. All you. All you. I got to think of like a fan name for my, for my people who listen to this. Oh yeah, like. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll think about it. <laughs> Let cookheads, <us> know. <laughs> cookheads. I don't know. <laughs> Chefs. Cokeheads. Well. <laughs> hey, my cokeheads. What's up, guys? Hi. I'm a cokehead. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to Christian's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, why not? Why the fuck not? This is a swearing heavy episode, but that's okay. Oh, I was going <laughs> to... I'm a potty mouth by nature. I swear a lot. Yeah, um, I am a potty mouth. Everyone knows that about me. Who <laughs> <laughs> knows me? I have always been a potty mouth. Like, I remember back, yeah, in, the, I... back in high school when I s- still had crushes on women. Mm-hmm. I... Like this girl named Liz who was like super Catholic, and one time she's like, "You're such a potty mouth." I'm like, "I'm not even a fucking potty mouth." Like, shut up. Like, Ew, I think it's a weird phrase too. Potty mouth. Yeah, it's like yeah, very juvenile. It's you know? very juvenile. Just say you swear. Um, yeah, I love swearing. I started. I'm gonna get you in- some paper towels. Oh, cool. I started swearing. Started swearing in sixth grade. Like I remember, me. I had an amazing group of friends in sixth grade, and we all started swearing together. And this was when I was listening pretty much exclusively to classic rock. So like, yeah, I was super hardcore. But yeah, I was dropping f bombs at age twelve or whatever, and just never looked back. I went. I was in private elementary school, so I was like a church boy, private elementary like weird kid. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to middle school, I still didn't swear. I think I started swearing maybe eighth grade. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a little tardy to the party. Oh, I need a cheese grater. Cheese for you. grater, yeah. Part of the fun of cooking with Christian for all my you, I'm sure all my listeners know, is that I never have all the things I need laid out. Um, that only happens if you're Bobby Flay, I guess. Oh, please. Um. Yeah. Did you hear that rumor that Bobby Flay and Giada were like a thing? Hooking up. Yes. Are you a Flay head? Um, I like Bobby Flay a lot. I don't like watch him, but like my dad really likes Bobby Flay. So Uh, like, I like Bobby Flay. It's like one of those things, (laughs) but he's hilarious. And like, I just remember one time watching his show and he was like, included a cocktail and he was like, watch out. You can drink like 37 of these. And I was it's like, it's I, so easy to down. And I was like, Bobby Flay. Uh, that sounds like he needs help. <laughs> that sounds like he needs help. Oh, man. Bobby Flay's like, yeah, I drink like 40 of these a night. <laughs> we're like, Bobby. Um, That's Bobby's secret. You have a problem. But no one can tell him anything because he's Bobby Flay. I mean, I guess. Who was the... Um, and he's, he's like cute. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's just Bobby maybe not Flay. my type. Maybe, maybe for you, he's just Bobby Flay. Yeah, he's probably just Bobby Flay. To me. I who was the cook on Food Network that was dating the mayor of New York, Sandra something? Oh wait, Sandra Sandra Lee, Sandra five Lee. minute homemade. Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> something. I think she was dating the mayor of New York, not married, dating. Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Um, okay, that'd be a fun job. 
So she's grated the cheese. What is next? Onto the massage scale. So now we can t- you can toss in those dried cranberries, Christian. Nice. Right here. Oh, I'm yeah. like, what's in the that bag? <laughs> Motion to an empty bag, but next to empty bag with some yeah. dried cranberries. You I can- love dried cranberries. Me too. You These can- are good snacks. You can also use dried cherries. Nice. You- yeah. Maybe blueberry. Mm. Um, but not raisins, you losers. Yeah, not fucking raisins. No, no reasons for the cookheads. No, the cookheads. Sorry. All my cookheads out there. <laughs> they know. Yeah, they know. They freaking know. Oh, and we have to make the vinaigrette, duh. How do we do so that? So it's going to be. Should we make it in the, should we spread the shallots and okay, then use yeah. this bowl? Okay, throw in the shallots. Noise. Remember? Did you have that phase, like all the boys in like high school or middle school were like, noise? noise? Yeah, no. What was that from? Jesus, I don't know. I don't it's like even know. early days of meme culture. Yeah, just, where memes just, were just spoken word. Yeah. Word of mouth. <laughs> Before memes, there were words. We had an oral tradition. <laughs> we had an oral Jesus tradition. Christ. Um, the, the meme oral tradition. Yeah. Of, um, okay, so I'm assuming we're throwing together like in an oil and yeah, then the, so the balsamic vinegar. A fourth cup of olive oil. This ain't gonna fit in there. Should oh. we just eyeball it? Let's just eyeball yeah, it. Let's just screw crazy. it. That's part of the fun of cooking is you just yeah. eyeball shit. I'm gonna say. I feel like that's good. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do one tablespoon plus one teaspoon. Yeah, it does. Okay. Um, of balsamic vinegar. Okay. I think I have a teaspoon on the ring. Oh. Look at you. So, you so I prepared a little bit, guys. Yeah. I tried. I so think this I might a half tablespoon and you have a quarter teaspoon. Okay. So you're gonna do some math. <laughs> Did you do some math? Wait, how much was it? It's one tablespoon and one teaspoon. Okay. Which is kind of weird, but that is weird. I know. I guess there wasn't another way to break it down. I love um, putting balsamic glaze on peaches. Oh, yum! Right. Yum. I'm just gonna, you know, good what? God, I'm ready for peach season. Peach season. I hate winter fruits. Yeah, it's really just like citrus. They citrus and apples. Yeah. And I hate it. But I put balsamic glaze on peaches. My grandma taught me to do that. Uh, and one time I tricked my little brother. That's we were such a we grandma were, trick. Right. And we were really young and I put it because it kind of looks like chocolate syrup. So I put it on um I put it on a peach and I went to my brother and he was like nine. I was like, Daniel, like try this chocolate syrup on this peach. It's super good. Oh, and, and then he, he was like he bit it and he was like whatever and he never will eat it again because oh i like fucked him up. okay that is one thing i miss about childhood is like those juvenile Pulling pranks juvenile dummy little dummy pranks yeah lived for those honestly my you sister. had a lot of you have a lot of siblings oh, right yeah yeah I so i'm sure it was <laughs> prank city oh god so funny um and even just like i so i have seven siblings y'all and yeah. like Anything like dinners to like road trips to just like trying to like. How much am I doing of this? Oh, okay. So now Christian's got the gray poupon. Gray poupon. One teaspoon. One teaspoon. Okay, cool. I don't remember when gray poupon came out, but in on VH1 they used to have I Love the Eighties. Yeah. And they talked about gray poupon because I guess oh they had a really fancy commercial. Oh. Way back in the day. Interesting. <laughs> And it was the commercial was two rich guys pulling up in the next to each other in limos, 
and they had their windows rolled down and one guy had gray poupon and he passes his gray poupon from one limo to the other. And it's like shows a logo. And that was like their commercial. Oh my God. It's so batchy. I loved, I love like the eighties and seventies. Like I watched those with my mom as mm-hmm. a kid. So that's my basis of like pop culture mm-hmm. is like all this shit that has been off the airwaves and for years <laughs> yeah and then just no, liberally stuff, liberally add some honey just it's gonna be two teaspoons okay so i think i can eyeball like a, you know i think that's probably good and then salt and pepper okay that i will go grab okay cool um, so that's our vinaigrette see you again guys pretty simple i don't have everything we're working with what we've got yes Oh, but you're going to freak out about this salad, Christian. And that's, like, the lamest sentence ever. But, like, y'all, I swear. That is the whitest sentence it's ever. It's very white. And it's a kale salad, too. Like, I'm yeah. digging my own grave here. <laughs> but, yeah, you'll mix that together. And then. Just add that. I, with recipes and stuff, I use it as, like you said earlier, off the record. They're just, like, suggestions. Mm-hmm. I love to just eyeball. Yeah. Yeah, because you can do that with cooking, but you can't do that with baking. No, oh, baking, you'll fuck it up. Because bacon's a science. Baking, well, cooking's a science, it's just light. It's more like my dad, who is, like, so partial to cooking, he's Uh, like, baking's a science and cooking's an art, is what he says. I mean, he's not wrong, I kind of (laughs) I think there's some truth to that. There's definitely some truth. Shout out to bakers. Baking is, you screw up one thing, and you're effing up the whole thing. Yeah, my sister's really good baker. I was baking bread once. I was making cinnamon bread. Mm-hmm. I was using the same recipe that I had um, with my normal bread I was making. But I made it, which just put cinnamon in it. And I got cocky. And I, I the recipe called for, um, what's it called? The recipe, she's adding the squash and the breadcrumbs or the, the croutons crumb. to the salad. Yes. Anyway, I got cocky, and the recipe calls for you to split the dough in two loaves, and I was like, I'll just make it in one. And oh, the no. outside was baked perfectly, the inside was still wrong. Oh, Jesus. Because it was too big. Yeah, you make that mistake once. I and it was right at the end. Oh. It was right at the end, so I couldn't even eat it. Oh, my God. Oil I know, I got it on my pants, oh. too. I'll wash it out, hopefully. You pull it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Target. So, yeah. Then we're ready for the vinaigrette now that everything's in the bowl. Okay. Pouring it over. And we're going to both have leftovers for lunch. Oh, hell yeah. Working from home tomorrow. Woo-hoo. I'll have har- let harvest taste. It was like when I made the lasagna soup on the show, and it was really good. Oh, yum. Okay. We're going to plate this up. We have our bowls. We have our forks. Mm. Little live eating for you girls yes. out there. Tongue that bitch. Uh, all my cookheads out there. Christian, it's so good. I'm excited. I don't think I've ever had a bread salad. Um, not a lot of people have. I feel like everyone that I've told, like I talked like... about this recipe the whole week after I made it, and everyone's <laughs> like, "You crazy bitch! What is bread salad?" And but now we know. Now so we know the cookheads. The, now the cookheads know. The cook most heads importantly, no, the cookheads know about bread salad. I know some of you girls probably love you some carbs, mm-hmm. and that's all fine and good in moderation. Mm-hmm. And this is well, the bread is like healthy in this anyway. Yeah, it's not. We got we got the bakery. Yeah, we got the, so bakery, it's not bad. we got the bakery bread here. We put a little bit more. In mm. Okay, 
I better be wowed. I feel like I'm going to be wowed. Bon appetit. I'm boner ankle three. Bone, bone ape tit. <laughs> bone ape tit. Bone <laughs> apple tea. Bone ap- scone app of the beef. <laughs> okay. Mm. Oh yeah. Right. That's what's up. Mm. This this salad knows what time it is. Mm-hmm. Just the flavors. It's a circus. <laughs> um. Give my three rings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was about to blast this out of my three um, rings later. All this fiber. And the squash. Oh, hell yeah. Right. This is where it's at. Guys, definitely make this. Let's you said it. it's on cookie, cookie and Kate. Cookie, like the pastry, and Kate. Kate. Mm-hmm. With the tea. Um, she knows how to make a fucking kale salad, people. <laughs> yeah, so. Wow. Well, I feel like a little. I feel like. Is that a white woman thing? Upper upper class white woman thing. I feel like it's been coded as such, pretty much, yeah. Definitely coded. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. This was a class in college. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. My mom goes through her phases of being a health nut. Mm-hmm. Every, every year, like clockwork, they bust out the juicer. Oh, my God. They yes. go nuts. I think I talked to you yes, about this once. Yes, because Michael and I did a juice cleanse because his mom loves to juice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I died. It's their springtime then. But they always let go because they're like, it's so expensive buying all that fruit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't blame them like it is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, every year, like clockwork, they bust out the juicer, the ancient juicer they've had for years. Oh, my God. And they go. They're like, we're just going to do. And they they get a juice cleanse offline. They print it out, and they hang it up in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like, they, pay, they like tape it to the back of the cupboard door. They're like, we're going to do this for a week. Like, blah, blah, blah. They and they don't do, eat at all? They'll do... They do the Diane and They do the Diane and Jonathan, like, juice cleanse. So uh-huh. maybe for, like, breakfast and dinner, they'll have, like... I don't know how they do it, but... And then every year, they put it away, and they're like, it's so expensive. We, we can't keep doing this juice shit. And then the next year, mm-hmm. again, daylight savings time stops... And they bring out that juicer. Just in time for them to forget how expensive produce is. I make fun Just of, in time. I make fun of them for it every year. <laughs> I'm like, so are you juicing again? Like, yeah. <laughs> We're getting some kale, some carrots. My mom usually loses it when my dad puts beets in it. Mm, it makes it so pretty. Yeah, but she doesn't like beets. Oh, so. they can kind of taste like dirt. She's like, they kind of ruin the like juice for her. Mm-hmm. And... I don't mean I don't blame her, but then it's always <laughs> juice looks just gross. The juice it doesn't come out as like juice that we know it. Mm-hmm. It's like that frothy. And like, you never get over like how much it takes to make so little. That's oh, yeah. what blew my mind when we did it. Yep. But like, yep. Yeah, I would come to work with like <laughs> the swamp ass looking juice, I and people that. would be like, "What the hell?" And I'd be like, "I'm juice cleansing." Mm. Sorry. No. I'm that person. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done a cleanse. I'm attracted to extreme eating. Like, you know what? I'm attracted to extreme eating. Right. So like if, extreme practices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of thing fascinates me. Mm. Like Steve Jobs would pull bullshit all the time. Like he would just eat carrots. Yeah. Things like that. I think it's it's just. It's oh, not good for you though. No, it's not. 
It's not. We've been fooled into thinking it is mm-hmm. because our boss is on a little diet right now. Hey, Heather, mm-hmm. if you're listening, mm-hmm. um, I asked her. And she's like, it's not like a a pop diet. She's mm-hmm. like, her husband is like big into fitness and stuff. It's just she's eating what she needs to be eating, mm-hmm. like the exact amount of calories, the exact amount of protein, the mm-hmm. exact amount of sugar that she needs. Which is how you should diet. Mm-hmm. But it's all these like I, I'll never forget in high school riding the bus. There was that commercial for the Hollywood cookie diet. Mm. Where it's like you eat three cookies like for oh, lunch or Jesus blah, blah, blah. Fuck. And it keeps you full and blah, blah. And I'm like, even at that age. But here's the thing. I read a, some guy did a study on himself where he ate all Hostess products like Twinkies and shit. What the But fuck? ate the exact amount of calories he needs a day. And he ended up losing like 10 pounds in a month. That's sick, though. So sometimes you got to think, like, is it just the calories or is it what's in the food? Yeah. I think it's a combination of both. Yeah. Because I think, honestly, you probably can get away with losing weight if you eat junk, but you eat exactly what you need to eat. Yeah. But you're also probably not super healthy if you're eating healthy foods, quote, unquote, but you're not eating enough. It's about, like, if the food's nutritionally dense, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, this is a great salad. Yeah. And a great lunch. But if I only eat, like, a half a cup of it... I'm not getting what I physically need. Here's what I've never forgotten this, that, like, your brain needs calories, too. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, like, I think We forget our brains are an organ. Yeah. Like, all – I feel like all women have confronted their own issues with weight, and, like, I definitely have, too. Mm -hmm. But, like, I've just – that changed my whole perspective. Like, your brain needs calories. Yeah. It's like, you're fueling your body. Yeah. Your fucking organs. We forget that from your ear up is a part of your body. Yeah. That needs energy. Mm-hmm. Yibish. So wild. Yeah. I Someone posted a picture of, like, a human brain. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, I was in my anatomy class, and they were, like, working on cadavers. And they saw the brain, and he was holding it, just being, like, I have a person's whole life oh in my hands. And I was, like, oh, my God, you're right. Like Brains are fucking wild. They're fucking weird. They're fucking weird. They're have weird. you seen that tweet? You or can't eat them. You can't. You can't. No matter how hard you try, um, you'll go crazy. Yeah. But, like, have you ever <laughs> seen that? I saw this on Tumblr or something. It was, like, the brain named itself. Yeah. Like, but it's like, the brain's fucking crazy. The brain did name itself. Yes, it did. That sly son of a bitch. Isn't it crazy? Oh, my God. We're basically meat Meat meat, slabs. Meat sacks connected to a fatty piece of tissue that magically, by some means that we don't know, learn how to be a thing. Yeah, yes. Isn't that crazy? Yes. No. And then we're also learning that some animals are sentient and like Yeah. Dolphins and elephants can yeah. like learn how to do stuff. No, life on earth is fucking crazy. Chimpanzees started using stone tools. They're oh. gonna be the next ones oh, after us. Oh shit. You know what? They deserve it. Good for them. <laughs> Honestly. Monkeys freak me out. I'm here for it. Um monkeys are scary. Yeah, monkeys I've never been someone that's like monkeys are so cute. Like, no, give me like a a a cat. 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 Big cat, small cat. Medium sized cat. Any. Give give that to me over monkeys, your monkey. I just want them to be human. Mm. Like I'm just stop. That's just the weird be thing. Human. They're like so close, but like why do you look weird? Yeah, and like, like apes or something. And so why close. are you screaming? <laughs> why are you throwing <laughs> your poop so at me? They're so close. 
Like, they're almost there. But I'm glad to hear that they've got their hands on some duels. That freaks me out because in a couple we well, all know. a ton of years in the future, like, mm-hmm. we'll probably be long gone. Hopefully. Like, like, a million years in the future. They'll probably be, like, human. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to talk about this stuff sometimes because it freaks me out. I know. I oh know. God. And then I start thinking about aliens. <sighs> I think about literally all the time. Oh, Ancient aliens? Did you oh, ever watch that show? Oh yeah. I don't believe it because I think it's just white people discredit discrediting people of color in the past because mm. it's like these Egyptians couldn't have possibly have built oh. these. They're too stupid. Yeah. Like kind of thing. Yeah. It's like completely racist. But the idea of like aliens being here at one point freaks me out. Yeah. Very- no, I. Here's the thing. I'll come out and say it. I think the United States government. Is working with aliens. A right? red dot just showed right? up. Right. <laughs> on Emma's head. They're going to take her out. No. Or cooking with Christian. I think, like, for sure, Obama's got aliens on speed dial. I would bet. I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, maybe. There's always a possibility. I've gotten on That's the what? rabbit hole with YouTube and Wikipedia. Me too. Oh, yeah. Me too. Oh, yeah. So... I freaked myself out many a night mm-hmm. about the men in black. Oh, God. Yeah. Crazy. This is going to turn into conspiracies with Christian. Oh, my God. I love it. Cooking, you can have your cooking up some conspiracies. conspiracies. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, my gosh. We are actually descended from dolphins, not apes. But, uh, <laughs> believe it. Believe it. Believe it. I am chewing fully on the microphone. Um, <laughs> I love, like, dinosaur documentaries and, like, Paleontology is fascinating. They all had feathers. Love it. Like, I am so here for that. Did you know what is quote unquote the velociraptor in Jurassic Park isn't actually what the velociraptor was? It was modeled after a different type of raptor. What? Because velociraptors are really the size of turkeys. And those big ones are modeled after, I think, the Utah raptor, which was a different. The um, Utah? Utah raptor, which is a different, either that or some other type of raptor cousin. Oh. Yeah, because the real velociraptor isn't scary. You could punt it's, one. It's a little I mean, if you Aww. if you are confronted by like eight of them, mm-hmm. you'll pro- you're probably going down. Mm-hmm. But if one velociraptor ran up to me, the size of a turkey or a large chicken, you could fuck it up. I just punt that bitch. Yeah. I would literally just be like, okay, and just kick <laughs> it up against like a wall or that. something. Yeah, but if you have eight of them, like you're probably gonna get killed. Yeah. But like, and they they seem like the type that would squat up too. Oh. Well, they, I, I would imagine so. They yeah. did in the movie. But um no, I love Jurassic Park, so I can I can go off of like a Aww. tangent on Jurassic Park. Um, okay. I think we need to wrap up. We're gonna yeah. have like an hour and a half. Um just having too this much. This was so delicious. Yeah, too much fun, guys. <laughs> this was so good. Oh, I'm so glad you liked I'm it. I'm so excited. Because it's kind of a hard sell, but it's really I don't think it's a hard sell at okay. all. Okay, okay. Not at all. The prep time is obviously a little, you gotta like dedicate yeah. two hours yeah. to making this. Yeah. But now it's fucking delicious. Yeah, it's super good. It's super good. I'm definitely going to munch on this for lunch tomorrow. Yay. Maybe even breakfast. Nice. Kick off my, oh. like, Lent, right? Like, with a Let's good... Let's go. I think as, like, a carnivore, I'm, like, growing up, you're taught that, like, vegetarian food's gross and terrible. Mm-hmm. So it's always nice when I come across, like, a vegetarian recipe that's 
genuinely yeah. tasty. Yeah. And no, full of color this and is life. So flavorful. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The minute the clock strikes midnight on Easter, I'm going to be ripping open a bucket of KFC. But <laughs> ripping open. Ripping open a bucket of KFC. I don't get freaked out by that, like that it's a dead animal. I don't care. <laughs> I didn't. I turn off my mind to that. Yeah. Because I know some people, like, Harvest doesn't eat fast food chicken because she saw how it was made once Mm -hmm. and doesn't eat it. I could give her ass ass. I'm like, whatever. Give Mm -hmm. me that pink slop. Yeah. That comes out of a tube. I was a meat eater for a long time, but some things you can't see. I took a whole class on it. I've seen enough stuff. Mm. But anyway, okay, super delicious. Guys, please make this. Mm -hmm. If you have the time and the energy, definitely it is it is a journey, mm-hmm. but it's worth, worth it. At it. The end. Worth, worth it at the end. Okay, thank you so much for being here. Oh my god, no! Thank you for having me, Christian. Yes, I'm so excited. We need to have a, a re up. Yes. We need to have a follow up episode yes. where we talk about aliens and conspiracy oh, theories. I think we're, we're ready. To we can go. make. I'll have you on a cookies with Christian episode, my backup episodes, where oh. we make cookies and just chat. Okay, that easier, sounds simpler. Delightful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for You're having the me. First episode with the microphone. Woo! With the second microphone. Ow, ow. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Again, this is my I think my eighth episode, seventh or eighth episode. Um I believe next week I have Jessica on. I don't know what we're making. She'll let me know eventually. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, please subscribe yes. on um, iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen. Um, like my episodes, give me a nice rating. Um, and I will be back next week. So thank you so much. Bye, guys. Bye.